Hi guys, you are now listening to episode 89, yes, 89 of the No Shame In My Name podcast. I'm your host, Juliana, and today we're joined by special guest... Uh, Tereni. Hi. Great to Hi. be here. <laughs> Hi, Tereni. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm well, thanks. It's, yeah, it's good to have you. It's good to have you today. But what's the top, top fact about Tereni? What is something that everyone who knows you will say? Oh, that's a difficult one. Um, I think they'll say I'm quite a lighthearted, lighthearted person. You know, um, I try and be as optimistic as possible. I try and always have a smile on my face. Try not to take life too seriously. So I think that that's one thing that across every part of my life, people can can sort of agree on. Have you always been like that? Yeah, I think I've kind of always been quite a lighthearted person. I just think I was quite shy when I was younger. So I've only really become sort of confident and outgoing and a little bit loud like maybe a year or two ago so yeah i think every shy person is just a little bit afraid to let out their real personality it's just like a they kind of hold back a little bit i guess i'm just gonna get straight into the question which i ask all my guests which is what name are you bringing to the podcast today and why yeah so the name i'm bringing to the podcast is tereniolua uh, and the reason why is because it's my name and I've always loved it and it's fairly unique because I've only ever met one other person with the name in my 22 years of existence. So yeah, that's the name I'm bringing. Awesome. Tereni, what does that full, that name in its fullness, what does it mean? Uh, so it means he belongs to you, Lord. So it's Yoruba, which is um, oh no, it's, it's a language from Nigeria, which is where I'm from. So he belongs to you, Lord. I love this name. As I was saying to you earlier, like off um, off the record, every time I heard your name, I was like, oh, that's a cool name. Um, so yeah, I'm just wondering, what does the meaning mean to you? I'm very happy that my parents gave my name that sort of, I guess, intention that no matter sort of what our relationship with God looks like, I'm always sort of going to belong to him. And I, I really like that. So, yeah. Well, your name is pretty unique. I mean, like you say, you've only met one other Tereni. I've never met. You're the first Tereni I've ever met in my life. I've never heard the name before. But having this unique name, what was it like growing up? Yeah, I think it was a little bit different growing up compared to sort of more recently. Because obviously I grew up in Nigeria and while Tereni is a unique name there. And, you know, I, I've, like I said, only one person in my entire life that I've met has that name. It's not out of the ordinary. So enough people, you know, living in Lagos, you know, understand speaker about, so they understand that Tereni has a meaning. And so it wasn't as sort of out of place there, still a unique name, still a name that I think people liked. And, and, um, and yeah, but when I came over to the UK, when I was, I think 13, obviously it's so much more unique. Um, it wasn't until I came over to the UK that I started getting variations on my name, like, you know, Tyrant, T-Ray, all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, it's kind of been a varied experience, but n none of it's been bad. I think everyone's sort of, my name's always been cool, I guess. Do you know why? I mean, we've spoken about like what the meaning means, well, a little bit about what the meaning means to you, but um, have you ever had a conversation with your parents about why they chose to give you this name? Yeah, my... um. 
my mum said that it's a Bible passage, so you're going to have to give me, I can't remember which Bible passage it is, but um, she was just saying that it kind of stood out to her and the translation from English to Yoruba was like perfect. And she was like, yeah, that's the name. Mm. Okay, cool. And I, I guess from my understanding, well, from one being Nigerian, but also through the podcast, speaking to people who are Yoruba, Nigerian Yoruba, they've always said like, there's always this, um, yeah, there's like a high esteem placed upon naming and like naming ceremonies and families offering up names to newborn children. So yeah, can you just tell me like, have you ever thought much about this a particular part of your um, culture? Yeah, I love it. I've I've always been. Um, I remember being like sort of eight or nine years old and asking my dad, um, or rather, my dad showing me the list of all my names that I got from my naming ceremony, and it was so fascinating. I don't know. I stared at it for like thirty minutes straight, just like, oh my gosh, they gave me this many names. <laughs> so it was really cool. I actually asked him before I came on here if he could dig it out, and he, he started to look. But I do. I remember like two of the names, but yeah. Um, Obviously, it's a massive part of the culture. I have a little brother and he also, you know, he had his name. I was actually at his naming ceremony, which is cool. So, yeah, it's 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 something I think it's interesting because it's something that I never thought was out of the ordinary. It wasn't it wasn't until I started meeting more people. I was like, oh, you guys don't have 12 names just like written down on a random piece of paper <laughs> that isn't on your birth certificate. That's crazy. Yeah, I have 12 in addition to my full names. Do you, or could you actually, could you explain to, you just said you were at your younger brother's naming ceremony. Could you paint a picture like what does that, what does a naming ceremony, ceremony look like, sound like? Can you paint us a picture? So I think for my brother, it was, <laughs> I don't know whether this is how it's supposed to be. Maybe a better question for my parents, but it was a party and then the naming ceremony was kind of a part of it, you know? But I think the main oh, okay. part was, um, yeah, it was kind of just, I think it's it's a chance to celebrate the birth of the new baby, obviously. Like everyone in the family wants to come, be around the parents, show support, all that kind of stuff. So I think that's sort of the important part. And obviously as we get sort of more modern and, you know, traditions can kind of evolve to fit what we kind of want to do. So I think that was, it was more of that than anything else, but it was still really cool. And my memories of it are vague because I was, I think, five or six years old at the time. But yeah, I remember where I was. I'm in the house that we were when it happened. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. That is very cool. Um, oh, in terms of like um, Yoruba names and your future, is you, giving Yoruba names something that you would continue is it customary for you as a yeah uh, I'm in I'm 50 50 I think it kind of depends on who I marry my preference would be your problem but I might not stick to that depends um, yeah. I think I'd like to give my child a Yoruba name if not their first name definitely their middle name um, I think those sort of customs like a naming ceremony would be cool really nice to get all the family around and sort of like I'm very curious to see what name my little brother gives him or whichever kid I have, you know, like that kind of stuff is interesting. So, um, so yeah, I think there's ele there's definitely elements that I want to stick to, and I definitely am interested in giving my kid a Yoruba name. Funny enough, I don't speak Yoruba, so I'll need my mom's help in that one and figuring out what the names mean. Did you ever just, I guess, gearing more towards or steering, moving the conversation on towards that language speaking 
Um, did you ever speak Yoruba? When I was really young, I did a little bit. And actually, to be fair, I understand a lot of it. So I actually found this out recently. Uh, so I'm going to flex a bit of knowledge here. So it's called um, receptive bilingualism, where you can understand the language, but you can't speak it. So when my mom speaks to me, like she'll speak to me in Yoruba and I'll fully understand what she's saying, but I can't like do it back. So when yeah. I was much younger, like I think four or five, like, you know, copy phrases and, you know, little sentences here and there as I was sort of just learning languages in general. And then sort of as I grew older, there wasn't that much of a, you know, there wasn't so much pressure to learn Yoruba, so I never did. And then now it's really hard. That's, um, no, I feel like loads of people in the diaspora have that receptive bilingualism. I mean, I remember the first person who introduced me to the term was one of our guests in like probably the second season. She's called, she's from, a, she's Nigerian, but she's at like half Ibo, half, I believe, Obolo, um, which is, yeah, kind of interesting how the brain receives information. Yeah, definitely. Cool. I was literally going to ask you, like, can you teach us some Yoruba words? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not the right guess for that. <laughs> I'm sorry. A question that I like to ask, um, I guess, is kind of, is there anything you want the world to know about? your name or names in general yeah i was i think i mentioned earlier how i have this these like 12 names that come from uh my family members grandmas grandpas aunts uncles um one of them is adishola uh which i got from my dad's side of the family and the ade part of adishola um is specifically sort of important because the reason why it's there is because but that's how the family is royalty in Nigeria. Very cool sort of a little fact about me, technically. At some point in my life, I could become a king. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a really cool fact that I'd like the world to know. That's cool. That's cool. Do you know what... Um, I know like there's like different kingdoms. Do you know what kingdom it would be? Yeah, it's in a Belkuta. It's the... Ooh, okay. I might butcher the pronunciation, but it's the Amororo ruling house in Abelkota. So my great-grandpa was king. Yeah. And then my grand-uncle was king, so my grandpa's brother. And then I think it shifted away from the family for like a generation, and then we'll come back to my family when it's my generation's turn, basically. So me being the oldest male child on my dad's side means I'm favorite. So, yeah. Wow. So King Tereni, you have to step to the frame. Yeah. It's, it's actually a very, like, because it will become a conversation at some point. Like, one of us has to take it. Wow. So, I don't know. Am I going to quit my PR job to go be a king? I'm going to it I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Actually, out of curiosity, have you been back to Nigeria since you moved to yeah, 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 I try and go every year. Obviously, COVID, those two years I didn't go, but uh, my parents still live there. So, like, that's basically still home for me. I still count that as, like, home home. Mm. And then, obviously, because I work here, I live here, you can hear the accent. Like, I've lived here a while. Um, yeah, this this is starting to feel like home. 
um yeah i guess i think that might be the end of the convo but actually before we go just one final question for you um do you have any aside from your own do you have any favorite euro names uh i think my brother's name because it's quite similar to mine so his name is uh and the definition is almost identical it's just he is yours lord so while mine is he belongs to you lord my brother's is he is he is yours almost identical definitions my parents were very intentional there but yeah i I really like his name um and i think what's interesting is he kind of shifted away from that and he for a while he his nickname was toto which Uh like you know very you don't really get much meaning from that, but he's moved back to Tolu and Toluani. So I think that's quite cool as well that he's mm. sort of embraced his full name as he's gotten older. Love that. Both your parents, I mean, they've chosen intentionally, but they've also chosen beautifully. Because, yeah, you both have amazing names. My mum will be happy to hear that. So I'll let her know. <laughs> but yeah, no, Tereni, thank you so much. Actually, am I saying it right? Tyranny. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 not in incredibly fast. I mispronounce my name every single day. Um, if I'm pronouncing my name accurately, it's Tyranny So Tyranny would be how you should pronounce it. But I go Tyranny T. So there's kind of like a stress on the Tyranny when you say it. Yes, Tyranny Ulua. Yeah, even in my head, it takes me a second to kind of get the trip get the pronunciation and then say it so um, I'm okay with people so as long as you're not calling me like tyranny then yeah. I'm kind of okay yeah no I hear that well yeah it's been a pleasure to speak with you um yeah thank you so much for sharing your your name and your story with us and yeah, yeah. thanks for having me this was really fun no that's cool um right gonna actually is there anything else that you want to plug or has the opportunity for you to share on a platform that might reach more than a 20 years um feel free to oh um i don't think so i think the one thing i definitely wanted to get into this podcast was that i could be a king one day and i did okay okay. i'm chilling thank you for listening to the no shame in my name podcast until the next time Bye. forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods